0: We're back, relaxed, and it's finally time to talk about sex. Also, to anyone in my family listening, it's time to erase whatever innocent image you have of me in your head and be open minded. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Simply Jamila podcast, a podcast that's all about literally just talking, talking about whatever the crap I want, because that's what podcasting is, and it's so welcoming. Thank you for welcoming me and welcoming me into your community. Hi, I am so excited about today's episode. I have been wanting to do this for so long, and I finally feel comfortable enough to do it, and I also just feel like I have a little bit more knowledge, and even though it does say from a virgin's point of view, I still have some experience, so I'm ready. Let's talk about it, let's, let's, let's talk about sex and let's get explicit, I'm so ready. But before we do that, you know, I have to give my hot thoughts on hot topics. <laughs> Okay, so it's always hard doing this because I record a little bit earlier in the week and something always happens as soon as I record. This go around, we're very much so focused on Black Lives Matter. First thing, the freaking Olympics. What? I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Banning women for testosterone levels, banning swim caps for natural hair, what the hell? And then the whole Shakari Richardson debate, which honestly, I think that she should still participate in the Olympics. I think that entire situation is stupid. Simone Biles is being penalized for being incredibly talented. None of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. And if you don't think they are targeting black women, You need to change your thought process because they totally are. For this reason, I am not watching the Olympics at all. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse because screw that. Treat us right. That's all I got to say. Next up, speaking of black women, I believe this young girl is going to grow to be freaking phenomenal. She already is. Zayla Avant-Garde. Her last name is literally Avant-Garde. She was destined for greatness with that last name simply. She's the first black person, African-American, black person, they call her Black American, which I guess I need to do research into that term. But she's the first one to win the script's National Spelling Bee, and I am so incredibly happy for her, and I'm happy that she's 14 years old because she's somebody that 14-year-olds can look up to because she, she freaking did that pretty pretty dope individual and last but not least this is very important in my opinion has nothing to do with a black woman but the black community overall the robert e lee statue was removed in charlottesville virginia which is in america and i am so incredibly happy there's like the slightest like the smallest sip of progress there but progress is progress and we must celebrate it we still have a we have such a long way to go But I I'm still so happy that this is the thing that has happened. Those are my thoughts. Those are the hot topics. Let's get to the rest of this podcast. Okay. Hey. (laughs) We are talking about sex today. And I am so excited. I keep saying that, but I'm just like so I think I'm trying to like hype myself up to like get ready to have this discussion with you because I'm a virgin. Let's let's start there. I am so, so, so much a virgin. I've never even been kissed, like, at all. I think the only kiss that I can truly say that comes to mind is when I kissed someone on the cheek in second grade on the bus. And that's because this girl dared me to kiss him on the cheek. And from what I understand, he now has a baby with a woman. I don't even know if he's with the woman. I just know he has a baby with her. And he doesn't live in the state anymore. And that's all I got. So... <laughs> that's my history people who don't really know me but have like casual conversations with me like people that I'm let's say introducing myself to at work for the first time or whatever they are convinced that I'm like a freak when it comes to sex and they think that I do all sorts of things some guy is convinced that I have an OnlyFans but I am not into any of that I don't have an OnlyFans don't try to find me none of that let me like clear the air I told him, what did I tell, I told him like my family doesn't know what I do on the internet and I meant like this podcast and what I say on my blog, which I know a couple of family members do, but that's what I meant and he took it as me having an OnlyFans and I thought that was so funny, but I didn't correct him. I didn't correct him at all because I, it wasn't my place and I knew that I wasn't gonna be working with him for much longer. Another reason why I don't really correct people and tell them that I am a virgin because my time in bed is my time in bed, so it's none of their business. Maybe I'm on the kitchen counter or the dining room table. You know, you never know. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing to pleasure my body, it's none of their business. So I just let people make these assumptions about me being like super sexual and I don't say anything. And I am a very sexual being. The older I get, the my sex drive becomes way more intense, especially around my period. Like it's so bad. Like I'm on my period right now. So you can, I just... A few days ago, I was not doing well. Like, I was so incredibly horny because I'm on my period. And ladies, you know, well, I don't want to say you know what I'm talking about, but you might know what I'm talking about. And there's people that I know that are on birth control and don't really have a period, but even... When it's supposed to be their time to like be on their period, they are still horny around that time. So I think it's very, very interesting that all, not all, but a lot of the women that I've talked to experience that. So yes, I'm going to take a sip of my milk, which is our drink of choice for the day. I think that's going to be a thing now because I can't really record these without drinking something or else you'll hear your. Um, <laughs> Or else you'll hear my saliva a lot more than you probably already do. Mm. I just spilled it on my shirt. Cute. So I often want to just give in to hookup culture just so I can experience... <sighs> This is gonna sound so crazy, but so I can experience having a penis inside me, I, I often want to do that just because I get so like driven to that point. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, "You're 22. You've never been kissed. You've never had sex." And I just, I, I think about it. I, I strongly think about it. But right when I hit the temptation, I do something stupid it's so stupid and I download I don't really download a dating app but I like do something involving dating apps I had hinge for like a month and then that just went south I will never do tinder and recently my thing has been facebook dating which I kind of talked about in the newsletter if you're not subscribed to simply give me the newsletter I'm just saying you might want to be but I talked about it briefly in the newsletter. I'm currently on Facebook dating and I hate it <laughs> like a lot, especially because I'm in Tennessee. So literally, most of my matches, or at least the people who like me, are black with their pants halfway down their legs, and I just it. I said what I said, or they are white and they are posing with, like, a fish or a hunting gun or something. And I'm like, that, those are, no, no, that's not my speed. That's not my speed at all. I don't want to say I have a type, but I guess I do because they're not it. And they're the only people who really like me. There's also people who are, like, their names are so interesting that they don't even seem real and their profiles don't look real. So, yeah, I just I'm kind of currently on Facebook dating, but I haven't been on the app in about a couple of days because I'm like I I give up on it like It was a spur of the moment. I'm super horny and I just want somebody type of thing. And I know that your person comes when you least expect them and it's important to not search for them. But sometimes, like I said, I want to give into hookup culture and so I just go on Facebook dating. And I know that I will never actually ask someone, hey, you want to like come over just to like have sex? I know I'm not going to do that. I'm too much of a... I have to have emotional connection with you, or like know you type of person. Like it's not going to work without that, without any sort of connection. But to my mind, it's just it's just something that happens. Okay, that's all I have to say. It's Something that happens. But because I don't give into hookup culture, I pleasure myself. So I guess we should say that this episode is about masturbation. <laughs> because I mean, that's, that's how I like help myself when I am feeling all this sexual tension built up in me. And I'm like, so incredibly horny that sometimes I will literally be in like Walmart or something. And I'll look at the like most random thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, (laughs) I'm like, so turned on and it's so weird. And it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I just am like, okay you know, we're going to we're going to get one out of our body and we're going to masturbate and we're just going to knock it out. I didn't start. okay this is getting so deep. I'm like, again, if you're my family, like, hey, what's up? I genuinely didn't start masturbating until sometime 2020. It was definitely during the pandemic. And I think I mean, the pandemic did a lot of things for a lot of people. We can we can say that with confidence in our chest and we're still in the pandemic, by the way. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I know America may or may not be doing well with the vaccine, but there's still different variants being released or discovered about the virus. And for me, I consider us in a pandemic because the entire world isn't vaccinated. You know, people are struggling in a lot of countries. I don't know why I said a lot weird, but people are struggling in a lot of countries. So even though Americans are, some of them are still ignorant and walk around without a mask and unvaccinated. There's, and even though we've made progress with the vaccine, I mean, it's still like, we're still in the pandemic, you know? Anywho, that was like super, super sidetracked, but we're going to, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. I told myself we're not going to get sidetracked that much anymore. We are working on it. We are focused. But during the pandemic, again, it just did a lot for me. And one of the things that I really learned about myself is that I need to stop being scared of pleasuring myself. I was so scared to masturbate because I'm a Christian. I was like, this is totally against the Bible. This is completely, completely wrong. But then I sat there, like, and at this, and this is so bad. But at this point in time, I lived with my grandparents in their basement. And I was like, I'm literally with my grandparents again. Because I was with them and they're high risk, I was so scared to leave the house, even go to work. And I hated my job. I wasn't going to just fall in love with anyone at my job. Like, screw everybody. I did not like them. So I was like, how am I going to relieve this built up sexual tension from my body? This is sexual tension from like years. And it just got to the point where I was literally going insane in that little bedroom. I wasn't sleeping because I was so like messed up. Like it was it was bad. It was so so bad. So finally, and this is awful, but I finally bought a sex toy. I did some research and I bought a sex toy. And I bought a bullet vibrator. It's amazing. And I got it delivered to my grandparents house. And then after that, I got another sex toy delivered to their house. And I feel so bad that I did that and then I like completely just told them it was lip gloss because I didn't know I I told them I don't want to be like hey guys my vibrator is here you know what I mean like they're my grandparents and they're also Christians like they actually have a important role in the church I was not going to sit here and be like I bought a vibrator because fun fact while I'm just sleeping in your basement I like am so horny and tensed up and frustrated sexually and I need some release like I wasn't gonna say that. But yeah, last year was the year that I started masturbating and again, I felt so bad because I was like, I am a Christian and it just, it seemed wrong. So I did some research um, about masturbation and sinning as a Christian because I was like, I need something to ease my conscience and I kept in mind and something that really helped me with this and this is probably the worst mindset ever, but I am totally working on my relationship with God because I know it's fallen off, but anyway i was like we sin every day so sometimes we purposely sin like i will purposely purposely lie to people but sometimes we unconsciously sin or like we sin mentally you know like without actually saying or doing anything that we recognize as a sin but like maybe we're lying to ourselves you know what i mean so we're constantly sinning every day that was my thought process so i was like maybe my sin for the day will be masturbating (laughs) like that is so bad but i did research and that i did the research before i bought the vibrator and I don't know if that makes this better or worse. But anyway. Okay, so I went to lookingforgod.com because it was like the most popular website that came up when this question was asked. Again, I'm not sure how legit it is, but literally the question on the website is ma is masturbating a sin? Like that's the question. And so there's a lot that was said, but I pulled some quotes from the website to to talk about it. So um, it said, and I'm quoting the website, although the Bible speaks openly about sexual sins, no mention is made of self-masturbation. It later on goes to say, the physical release of sexual attention is not in itself a sin and may indeed be a way of avoiding sin. However, the combination of lust with masturbation is a sin. Jesus says in Matthew five twenty seven to 28, that looking at someone with lustful desire is a form of forbidden sexual intimacy. And I was like, OK, so as long as I'm not lusting after body and I'm literally just relieving the sexual tension for my body, I'm good. And he later summarizes it as masturbation, although not necessarily a sin in its own right, does lead to lust, which is a sin. So that's where I'm kind of like, OK, if my masturbation leads to lust, then I'm sinning. A few days ago, I went to TikTok <laughs> and I, I looked up masturbation just to see what it would say. I didn't know if there were going to be tips that would come up or whatever, because there are people who post like sex tips on TikTok. And I think those are very interesting. But when I looked it up on TikTok, it was all about how to break yourself from masturbation and break yourself from that sin. And I thought it was very interesting. So between looking at those TikToks that actually kind of drove me crazy and then doing the research that I did about masturbation it's like okay it's a sin if I have lust or if I'm lusting after someone I have no one to lust after at this current moment in time so I literally masturbate for sexual release and that helped ease my mind again don't know how true or accurate that is that's I I guess it's a conversation conversation between me and God that we have to have but it really eased my mind as a Christian and I was like okay, well, we're gonna take this vibrator and we're gonna get it out of us. And I when I tell you I knocked one out, <laughs> orgasms are so euphoric. bro. <laughs> orgasms are amazing. Let's have this discussion. I, again, I normally get really horny around my period. So when I when I did it for the first time and I orgasmed for the first time, it was amazing. Like seeing stars grouping the sheets like Wow, loved it. It was it was amazing. And believe it or not, it really helped my period. And I've learned that depending on the intensity of the orgasm, my period will be like pretty easy to get through. And if you know me or if you've listened in past episodes, I don't know if I've talked about this in past episodes. Maybe I have, but my periods are really, really, really bad because I have like a hormonal imbalance. My hormones are just all over the place and I get really, really sick from them. So when I orgasmed... I don't know what it did to my hormones, but it helped them suckers out and I could eat whatever I wanted on the first day of my period and not feel sick, not feel nauseous, like nothing happened. And normally, like with this go around, because I didn't really knock one out, this go around, I threw up a lot on the first day and I didn't really eat anything on the second day. I was so incredibly sick. But whenever I orgasm, like right before my period's supposed to start, that doesn't happen. And it's amazing. <laughs> so when I orgasmed for the first time, I want to have a, like a bit of a discussion about this. I freaked out, okay? Because I thought I lost my virginity. <laughs> like I spazzed out. And I had heard conversations about your hymen, especially around that time that we all discovered what Jamie Foxx does to his daughter, I was like, whoa. So that's when I really, really did research into it because, you know, I had the talk with my mom, but I was like eight years old. And then you, well, at least for me, I was in sex ed in middle school and that's about it. So I kind of like knew about the hymen, but I also was just, I just, you know, you grow up with these ideas and morals um in a household, and it's believed for so long, it's been believed that, like, the hymen is associated with your virginity, so if you break your hymen, you're, like, no longer a virgin, and, I mean, we all know now that's not true, but it took me a while to get here. Again, that whole situation with Jamie Foxx, as sad as it is to say, that's when I really did the research and was like, oh, like, I'm fine, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm good. We were good, and I honestly think that I might have broken mine and not even known it because I... Cheerleaded and did the splits. Like, I was the only one who did the splits, which is really sad because I couldn't do a cartwheel. I played soccer. I had to use a tampon for the first time at a water park in Kentucky, and I just shoved that sucker in there. Like, there are so many times in my life where I probably broke it or could have broken it. And I probably broke it at one of these instances and didn't even know it. You know, when I went to New York, as we know, I absolutely loved it. If you are again like newsletter I talked a little bit about it. I shared the blog post that I did on it. I did a blog post called Notes of New- Notes on New York and just some things that I observed. I okay, I guess I'm just going to say it here, say it now. I'm coming back to YouTube. Ah, yeah. Woo, get excited, I guess. I have been on and off YouTube for so long and the first couple of times I had to leave was because of parental reasons and then I I think I left just out of my own free will. Like I just didn't have time to film and I just felt lost with the channel. But I love filming and editing so much and I don't have a life like outside of my graveyard job that I'm trying to leave. So I just it's fun for me. Anyway, I'm coming back to YouTube. So on YouTube, I will have a Vlog or video up of my trip to New York, but that's not for a while. I want to bulk film and get a lot going so I can have videos ready for every week and still be filming and editing while those videos are being uploaded. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Don't think too hard on it. Anyway, video coming about New York, and I'm very, very excited about it. And in that video, in the smallest way I possibly can, because I know YouTube, even though I haven't uploaded on there in a while, they've just been cracking down on a lot of the rules including mentions mention of like sex so i don't know how i'm gonna do this but we did go to the museum of sex in new york and it was amazing amazing 10 out of 10 20 out of 10 recommend if you're ever going to new york definitely check it out i don't know if there's other locations or not my friend told me about it and i was like let's freaking go because (laughs) let's go i because she already knows she she knows how i am if you can't talk to your friends about sex they are not your friends and i only talk to like the homies about sex so i i know that we're in a good place when we can comfortably talk about it i know that they're my friend and that they're not uncomfortable and squirmy so it's really nice to have those open conversations with your friends and if you feel like you can't do that Then you might want to reevaluate that friendship because it's like not it shouldn't be anything weird It shouldn't be a tabby topic for friendships, but anywho So she already knows how I am With my horniness. So we went to the museum of sex and I absolutely loved it There's like the store which is amazing. The store is amazing And then there's the actual museum. So you do learn a lot and that's I'm, i'm getting there I'm getting to what I learned and then there's like a bunch of games that you can play at the end I literally rode a vibrating bull and I was wearing a dress with no shorts underneath. That was quite an experience and it took everything in me to control myself after I did that. I was, hmm, and this was last week. So this is right before my period starting and I'm trying to like already keep it together for the sake of us sharing an Airbnb. But man, that bull almost caught me. Anyway. So, in the first part of the museum, the academic part, um, there's so many different, like, items related to sex and masturbation. And one of them is called the prosthesis. So, it's a prosthetic hymen. And I thought it was very, very interesting. So, I wanted to, or it's an artificial hymen, and it was... The one that they had on display was from about 2012 and I wanted to read the caption or description for this prosthetic hymen. I thought it was very very interesting. It says, "Popular in fetish and porn industries, artificial hymen kits were developed in Japan in the early 1990s. Currently, the United States remains the top buyer of these prosthetic hymens. The hymen is a widely misunderstood part of the vagina." Every hymen is different. Some have nearly no tissue and others have a thicker membrane, although this latter situation is rare. What is universally true is that there is no physical test to determine if a person has ever had sex. This becomes problematic in countries where virginity is a necessity for marriage. While still most often used by sex professionals, the artificial hymen can assist in avoiding a life of stigmatization. stigmatization lord or even death in certain cultures so i thought that was very very interesting um i just wanted to like say that so you can dwell on it i guess but yeah it was very very educational place beyond the fun of the carnival games and shopping and looking at different vibrators they also had weed for sale which i thought was really really interesting (laughs) very nice very interesting they had like a wall dedicated to weed. Anywho, yeah, so they literally use prosthetic hymens in different cultures to hide the fact that the hymen is broken for the sake of looking like a virgin. Which I just thought that was very interesting and I wanted to to share that. Um and then something else I wanted to share that I read somewhere on the internet is that you literally stated you are a virgin until you have sex with someone. Having a hymen does not equal being a virgin. So when I read that, okay, it's weird. The Museum of Sex, I at this point I'm like I'm still a virgin, but I've like delved, dived, dove, dove, dove. Jeez. Dove into the sex toy world and like as pleasuring myself, I've dove into that world. But the Museum of Sex was kind of very reassuring. And it was very educational, very eye opening, really, because I didn't realize that prosthetic hymens were even a thing. So I just I thought that was super sick. And I wanted to, to share that information. I don't even know if that was random or not. But I just it kind of blew my mind. I'm not gonna lie. We also saw like different versions of vibrators of the years, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I just 10 out of 10 recommend going like you should go. But anyway, after I read a that piece on the internet about like being a virgin until you are physically connected with somebody like I was like okay so I'm good you know what I mean because even though I may or may not more than likely not have my hymen I am still a virgin because I haven't physically had some man's penis in me oh my goodness (laughs) I want my future husband to listen to this episode and be like Jamila are you good no honey I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I, when I read that, I was like, okay, so I'm intact. Cause like I said, after my first orgasm, I freaked out. So when I read that and I realized like I'm still a virgin cause I haven't had any sort of physical connection within, I said that right, physical connection. Did I say that right? I don't know. I I woke up and I went straight to recording And I don't know if that was a good idea because my brain is like kind of all over the place. But because I haven't had a physical connection with a man, I am still a virgin. So learning that really settled my mind a little bit and it helped me out. Something I wanted to also talk about are just like the benefits that I found with masturbation or just sex overall. There's a website literally called Red Online, like R-E-D online. And online, I read on Red Online. (laughs) ha! it's a knee slapper anyway it said sex is a release for our body it helps alleviate stress anxiety and can boost our mood so it stands to reason that without this outlet we might be keeping more of our stress and frustration inside and when I read that I was like oh my goodness that's so correct like I literally after anytime after I masturbate I feel so good. Like I feel so relaxed and the day's worries kind of evade me. Most of the time I do it at the end of the night or the end of the day to be honest. But sometimes I'm so like pent up and I'm like home alone. I'm like, let's knock her out. But anytime I relieve the sexual tension from my body, I literally feel so good. So relaxed. It's amazing. I literally this is probably way too much information, but One time I masturbated before I had to pull an all-nighter for school and when I tell you I would never had so much energy pulling an all-nighter my senior year and I like knocked so much out that night it blew my mind but it's just crazy what sex even if it is with a piece of plastic or silicone or whatever. It's amazing what it does for your body. And as a virgin, I recognize that. And I can't wait to meet a man that I can do this deed with all the time so I can constantly be stress free. (laughs) But because it relaxes your body, I've learned that it really helps you fall asleep as well. Like I have some of the best naps nights of sleep, like the best ones after I have masturbated. And I just wanted to point that out. Even if you don't have a boyfriend, you're not in a relationship anymore. I 10 out of 10 recommend investing in a way to relieve that sexual tension from your body. I said boyfriend, girlfriend, um, significant other, uh, you know, we... I'm trying to be more aware of the titles that I say and things that I say, because even though I am a heterosexual straight as can be woman, I have to be mindful and cognizant of everyone else around me. And so, yes, whoever your significant other is. Whether you have one or not, I still recommend finding a way to relieve that sexual tension from your body because it does relieve the stress and it helps you fall asleep. And I love sleeping. It is so fun. I know that's weird, but like it's so fun. Who doesn't like to sleep? Literally, who doesn't like to sleep? Before we head out of here, I wanted to talk about everything that I utilize for my non-existent sex life. And I like to, okay, so I heard Planet Her" by Doja Cat. Honestly, I haven't, I've only talked to one person about this album, and they were like, eh, like, eh about it, but, like, I really liked it. Like, when I tell you it tapped into my, like, femininity and made me feel like such a strong sexual female being, I was here for it, and I never thought that I would be one to like Doja Cat, to be honest. I'm sorry, but every time Say So comes on, it literally drives me up a wall. I I just want to scream because it's so annoying and it's so overplayed. But Planet Her, sis kind of popped off. She kind of went off. And I love it. So I want my sex life to be on the same level as Naked. I love, 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 love that song. I love it so much. It has... when I listened to it for the first time, I was like, this is the energy that my sex life in my head has. And I want to bring it to life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I love it. We have to we have to bring up some lyrics. We have to bring up some lyrics. It literally starts off with, baby, you're so anxious. You can't take it. Can we take this off and get naked? I mean, she already knows sex helps with the, sex helps with anxiety. She already knows. I don't know, that was like super random, but I I wanted to talk about ways that I currently relieve the sexual tension from my body. I've already mentioned sex toys, so I feel like we should just go ahead and get those out the way. I currently have four, and I have like almost every type, and I guess we're going to have a mini review session. So the first one I got was the Bullet Vibrator, love her. The one that I have is no longer like available, it's like not even a thing. I got it from Babeland, my two main websites for buying sex toys because they do have discreet shipping, which I find very important, especially because I got the first two delivered to my grandparents' house and I have a roommate and the other two got delivered here. Even though I'm the main one to check the mail for some reason, but we, we won't get into that. I, I I love Babelin, Adam, and Eve for the discreet shipping. So the first one I got was a bullet vibrator. Love her. She is absolutely amazing like oh my goodness I, she, she, she's great the second one I got I actually kind of don't like and I think it was because I I don't think I measured right in my head but I have like a pink dildo <laughs> it is a girthy long pink dildo and I'm like this is not something I should have if I haven't had a man you know so it kind of like just sits in my closet and we're gonna have to get rid of her i need to figure out how to get rid of sex toys in a ethical way that's not like stuffing it in a goodwill bag and hiding it until they discover it and they're like what the heck but i do have a pink dildo and it's just not my favorite and again it's because i've never been with a man i've never had a proper penis inside me and it's just the one that i got is so big and overwhelming that it's like okay this is kind of a lot. This is a little bit unsettling. And then I had earlier this year, I got the Satisfier Pro 2. And I honestly got it because a lot of magazines were talking about it. The only one that really comes to mind is Cosmo. But I know I've seen it so many different places. So I got it. And when I tell you it works. Oh, it works. And it's cheap. Or at least in my head, it's cheap compared to other sex toys. I was like, girl, what? It's it's amazing. It's absolutely it's amazing like I love it I oh it's good just talking about it I might have to I don't know what we're gonna do after I record this actually I do know I have to do I have to go get gas but anyhow and then the last sex toy I actually bought from the museum of sex while I was in New York it's like a mini version of the rabbit vibrator the rabbit it goes in you and penetrates you while stimulating your clit and I think that's like so dope and I haven't used it yet because I literally just got it and then I got back and like you know life happens like coming back from New York was kind of an interesting story because we got delayed got stuck on the runway and then we get here and like I'm trying to figure out somewhere to sleep because I'm like delusional and then I have to work in like a few hours after I come back like it was a mess but I like, I got back and I got on the grind, and the next thing you know, I'm like on my period. So, I haven't been able to use my mini rabbit yet, but I can't wait for the day. I'm so, so, so excited. Um, so, those are all four of the sex toys that I have. So, like I said, I have kind of every single kind. And again, I mainly. Well, I haven't tried my ra- rabbit yet. The dodo's just a little, a little too big. So I mainly stick with the Satisfier Pro 2 and the Bullet Vibrator to help me out. And when I tell you they both help me, it's amazing. And when you combine both at the same time, game over, chef's kiss, we're done. It's amazing. I don't know how good or bad this is going to sound. But I actually, I shouldn't care and I don't care. I have Wattpad. I feel like a lot of people, mm, I don't know if like, stigmatized that's not even the right word but a lot of people associate like middle schoolers with having Wattpad but like who do you think writes these stories at least the good stories they're written by like women in their 30s their late 20s like these are adult adults writing these really really good stories at least the ones that I read I'm not on Wattpad for fan fiction I'm literally on Wattpad for the meat meacher mm-hmm. for the mature content and smut So when I get on Wattpad, I literally read it to kind of get it going. Like when I know I'm sexually frustrated and I need to knock something out of me, I will get on Wattpad to kind of start get the wheels going. You know, reading helps and then we get to visuals. And for visuals, I really love, there's a website called, it's either Belisa or Beyesa. I learned in Spanish class (laughs) two L's equal a Y and it's spelled B-E-L-L-E-S-A. A lot of people talk about this website because it's very professional porn. Obviously, it's porn and it's acting and it's fake. There's literally people who wear their wedding rings while driving another woman to a potentially fake orgasm. But it works and I'm okay with it. So I start off reading... Um, on Wattpad and that's why I have Wattpad. I, I'm not even ashamed of it either because it's literally on the same home screen as like all my socials like my Facebook app and Instagram app and all that stuff. So then I go to Bay- Belisa, Bayesa, however you say. Um, Again they just visually it's the best. It's not raunchy. It's not risky. It's not teenagers. These are like actors and actresses. Like these are adult adults and that makes me feel a little bit better about it. It's still like bad. As far well, I see I don't know if it's bad because the church that I went to that told me porn was bad is the same church where the pastor was smuggling money and homie got arrested. So it's kind of like everything that I thought I knew I questioned because like the pastor got freaking arrested and was smuggling money. So mm, you know, we're still working on that. But anyway. There is another app, though, called Dipsy, which has been talked about. There's actually a podcast that I just finished. It was called Showmance. It was a fictional, like, rom-com podcast. 10 out of 10 recommend, by the way. Really, 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 really good. We're going to get to our wrecks and regrets in a second. But it is a really great podcast. I definitely recommend it. And that podcast, a lot of their episodes were sponsored by Dipsy. And I knew about Dipsy way before that podcast. I just thought it was interesting, like, that they were sponsored by Dipsy. I was like, oh my goodness, Dipsy sponsors people. But it's, like, the audio of Wattpad, if that makes sense. So it's, like, these sexy scenes. But, like, in audio version I don't even know how to make it make sense but like you can hear the story you're essentially listening to the story of a very intense smut scene on Wattpad but you hear the moans you hear the panting the whimpers you hear all of it so that's what Dipsy does and sometimes I use it I don't want to pay for it though so I just kind of like use whatever they have for free to help it helps with like intensifying and visualizing when I'm kind of struggling like I know I'm built up sexually and I'm like frustrated but sometimes I just need that extra push to get me there and the audio from Dipsy and Dipsy stories really really helps. so all in all I wanted to to end this topic of conversation and I had such a good time I wanted to end this by saying that I don't how do I say this? <laughs> I'm like, I want to end it by saying, how do I say it? <laughs> I am a virgin. I'm a hardcore virgin. I'm, I've am i given myself orgasms and I genuinely can't wait for the day for a man to do that and really drive me there. But I'm also fully aware that women, most women don't orgasm from penetrative sex. So I'm very interested Very interesting. Well, I am interesting, but I'm very interested in seeing how, you know, how that affects my life. You know what I mean? Like, how I respond to that. But... I just want to say that I don't think sex is a bad thing. And I'm not looking down on people who don't wait till marriage. I want to say that. And I'm not. Honestly, I feel like I should, shouldn't should say this, but I've always been told to wait till marriage. But I'm not. And I think people who tell me to do that, maybe they've had their own experiences to where they were like, oh, I should have waited till marriage. But everyone in my family hasn't waited till marriage. So honestly, it just kind of depends on who I'm with. I completely admire like the Biebers and Ashley Graham and her husband, and Sierra and Russell Wilson, even though, like, I mean, Justin Bieber's definitely had sex before. I don't want to assume Ashley Graham has had sex before. I don't really know. And like, Sierra had a whole kid before she married Russell Wilson. But in all these instances, they they knew they had knowledge of sex, but they still waited until marriage before they um, were intimate with each other, with their significant others. And I think that's beautiful. So, I I don't want to say I'm like purposely a virgin waiting till marriage. I'm waiting until I meet my person. And then that's a, mm, I just choked. That's a conversation that we can have. And I feel like if I can't have a conversation with a man about what our sex life would be, then he's not the person for me. And I'm also not, because I'm so awkward on dates, I'm not going to be someone that gives it out on the first date. So yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of my thought process, but I'm not, there's some virgins who look down on people for not waiting until marriage, and that's not who I am at all. I'm just literally a virgin because I haven't met the right person, and I haven't been really connected, I haven't really truly connected with any man in my life, and I know that I want to be with a man, so that's, that's that on that. Before you go, we have to do some wrecks and regrets. Okay, so I want to say in the theme of sex, but the first thing doesn't have anything to do with sex, but I need something to talk about. So movie that I watched recently, Mary J. Blige's My Life. It is available on Amazon Prime. Wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I expected. I definitely thought that it was going to be way more biographical than it it was. It was biographical. I will give it that, but it was also very focused on her album, My Life. So I kind of recommend it. But it's not something I'm going to watch ever again. TV show episode. I There's so many options. I mean obviously I could talk about sex life right here right now. However I haven't finished it. But I'm not going to. Because The internet is still reacting to episode 3, Mark, 19 minutes, 50 seconds. So, not even going to talk about sex life right now. I feel like if I have an entire episode about sex, like, that would be the thing that i talk about. But I'm not. I'm going to talk about Starstruck on HBO Max. It's one of the best originals on HBO Max. It's only six episodes. Each episode is, like, 22 minutes long. I literally finished it in less than 24 hours because it was so short. I hope it gets picked up for another season. It's so... Freaking good. Even if it doesn't get picked up for another season, I'm going to rewatch it. Like, that's how much I really, truly like this show. And I loved the actors. It takes place in the UK. And I just, I loved it. I love it. Watch it, watch it, watch it. It's called Starstruck. And it's not like the one with Sterling Knight from Disney Channel album slash songs there's literally a song that i've been blasting that i love and i love blasting it in my car because it really got gathers the attention of the people around me but it's called flowers and sex by emily and i guess it's like smle smile i don't really know how you say that but it's spelled smle literally the, the chorus i just want flowers and sex and that's it and then lastly there's a tiktok account um that i want to talk about it's His at, his username is Chance underscore Strive, S-T-R-I-V-E. I I mean, it's pretty easy to spell. Again, I always put the recommendations that I talk about or the regrets in the description of the podcast episode so you can check them out. But he, I don't really, like I don't follow him, but he has done some sex ed Type TikToks and he's really helped the fellas out, so I think that is very interesting. And when he helps the fellas out, he helps me out with like exploring. So, really, really dope TikTok account. And we talked about HBO Max earlier. Last episode's poll of the week was Netflix or HBO Max. Netflix won with a hundred percent vote, so congratulations, Netflix. Although you are canceling a bunch of stuff and you're kind of pissing me off this week's poll of the week it's going to be dating apps yay or nay are we feeling good about them or no i'm very very interested in where you stand on that stance always dm me if you want to like talk further about it also anchor does this thing called voice messages i didn't know if you i don't know if you knew that or you can just like leave me a voice message and we can discuss things and i think it'd be sick if you want to you know it's up to you and yeah that's those are my wrecks and regrets that is this episode i had such a fun time and it's kind of weird there's like a weight that's been lifted off my shoulder i guess i've been so excited and anticipating this for so long and this just feels like the right time so i hope you enjoyed and i will be in your ear next week with another episode of the simply jimmy the podcast i love you all bye